Welcome to Practical Wisdom, a weekly podcast about ancient Greco-Roman philosophy. I'm your host, Massimo Piliucci. Today's reading is from Epicurus, Being Happy, section on the preconditions for happiness. Epicurus is writing to his friend Menicius, and he tells him that there are two teachings he has to keep firmly in mind. Quote, You should do and practice all the things I constantly recommended to you with the knowledge that they are the fundamentals of the good life. First of all, you should think of deity as imperishable and blessed being, and you should not attribute to it anything foreign to its immortality or inconsistent with its blessedness. The gods do indeed exist, since our knowledge of them is a matter of clear and distinct perception, but they are not like what the masses suppose them to be. The masses, by assimilating the gods in every respect to their own moral qualities, accept deities similar to themselves and regard anything not of this sort as alien. Second, you should accustom yourself to believing that death means nothing to us, since every good and every evil lies in sensation, but death is the privation of sensation. Hence, a correct comprehension of the fact that death means nothing to us makes the mortal aspect of life pleasurable, not by conferring on us a boundless period of time, but by removing the yearning for deathlessness. This, the most horrifying of evils, means nothing to us then, because so long as we are existent, death is not present, and whenever it is present, we are non-existent. The sophisticated person neither begs off from living nor dreads not living. As in the case of food, he prefers the most savory dish to merely the larger portion. So in the case of time, he garners to himself the most agreeable moments rather than the longest span. Much worse off is the person who says it were well not to have been born, but once born to pass Hades' portals as swiftly as may be. Now, if he says such a thing from inner persuasion, why does he not withdraw from life? Everything is in readiness for him once he has firmly resolved on this course. But if he speaks facetiously, he is a trifler standing in the midst of men who do not welcome him. There is quite a bit to unpack here. To begin with, notice that Epicurus tells his friend that he needs to practice these precepts because they are the fundamentals of a good life. We typically associate philosophical practice with the Stoics, But the Epicureans, as well as other schools, had their own, sometimes overlapping, practices. The first important notion that Epicurus reminds Manicius of is that the nature of the gods is not what most people think it is. Epicureans are often portrayed as atheists, but they were clearly no such thing. They did believe in the gods, but thought that the gods spend their existence in contemplation without bothering to get involved in human affairs. This means that it is useless to fear retribution from the gods, and it is also useless to pray to them. You can appreciate why the Christians were no fans of Epicurus. The second crucial idea that Epicurus reminds Menaceus of is that death is nothing to be feared. We get the classic Epicurean argument here, death is the cessation of all sensation. But that means that when death comes, we are no longer, and vice versa, that wherever we are, Death is not. So, what's there to fear? Epicurus goes on to make the interesting point that once we cease being afraid of death, then we find ourselves in a position to truly appreciate life. 
Part of such appreciation is that we no longer aspire to keep living as much as possible. As he puts it in an interesting analogy with food, the true connoisseur doesn't just pile up her plate with stuff to eat, but rather discriminates on the basis of the food's quality. The same goes for life. Don't seek to extend it at all costs, but rather enjoying the best that it has to offer. Finally, Epicurus takes a stab at what we would today call antinatalists, people who think that life is so painful that they'd rather not be born at all, and who, having been born, hope to rush through this necessary evil as soon as possible. Epicurus, rightly, I think, responds that these folks are likely not serious. Otherwise, they would follow their talk with the only proper action imaginable, commit suicide and end their own suffering. Thank you for listening to Practical Wisdom. We will return next week, fate permitting.